I think we should just get right into it. Here we are. We are at the final episode of Y2K Pop Universe, at least for now. Um, in this era of Jessica Simpson, her debut era, uh, Sweet Kisses, we are on track 11 today, and it is a doozy. Heart of Innocence. Yes, we will be covering Heart of Innocence today, so let's get into it. So here we are. It's March 26th on Sunday. I'm recording this. It's just going to come out March 27th. I started my journey with Sweet Kisses. So it's been 11 weeks, I think, uh, since January 16th. So this ends... Um, I think officially this ends season one for this podcast. I think we're at the point where um, season two is going to be another debut album that I'm going to focus on and talk about and analyze. So that should be exciting. I haven't picked one yet. I, I'm kind of debating if I'll take a little time off, maybe a week, but I kind of got into this group of just like sitting here and talking for like 15 minutes. Um, and I've liked it, you know, it kind of gives me something to do. It makes me understand editing more. So, um, Pretty cool also that uh, we've got other people listening. So, um, and now I'm finally on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. So that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I think this is really, really a good time. And now we've reached the end of like my pet project. Um, but there's more to come. So I want to say thank you and let's stick around. But really, I, I we need to talk about this song because okay it ends the album um we're gonna go back kind of to the beginning of the album with i want to love you forever and just the the jessica simpson package like every artist every teen pop artist of this time had a mission statement or their package was branded a certain way and you know jessica as we heard on the last song your faith in me track 10 you know jessica was primarily raised in the church her her father was uh part of the church as well i forget what um a minister i don't know anyway she's got church to, you know and and tommy matola scouted her he reminded her of mariah yeah, he reminded her, no, she reminded him of Mariah Carey. Um, she was chosen for for her vocal talent, but also like she was just um, marketed uh, to be the super innocent version of Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears at the time. So we have to remember that when even be her first single was definitely not you know i guess you could look at baby one more time genie in a bottle even candy by mandy moore those were all like you know sexy with a wink or innocent with a wink you know they weren't they weren't i guess completely innocent they they had a sense of mischievousness to them but i want to love you forever her first single was just so different in the sense that it was pure of heart just talking about love unconditional love um at this time 
speaking of unconditional love, was so many of these poor teenagers had to talk about like, I'm a virgin and I'm going to save myself for the right one. That was part of the marketing structure for, um, for teen pop stars at this time. How that came to be, I don't know if this was like, a, this was like a, a, well, it's an America thing, obviously, because America's totally puritanical and, and super conservative. Um, even now, even in the all the progress we've made, um, I would still say super conservative. But even back then, I mean, this was like the... This was post Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. So Monica Lewinsky got ripped to shreds um, for her involvement in this. So, I mean, that was like 97, 98. Oh, there's a siren. Whoop. I don't know if y'all heard that. Um, so, yeah, this was like post that. So I think everything was even more super conservative about like how you presented yourself. And I'm sure even more for women, uh, teenage girls, you know, it was so important to be seen as chaste or chaste. See, that just shows you that I'm not, because <laughs> I don't even know how you, I don't even know how you pronounce that, but chaste, I think it's chaste. Um, that was such a big deal. Um, and I say this because Heart of Innocence, uh, Jessica Simpson actually did co-write this. I don't know what she she contributed, but it was written by Jessica Simpson, uh, Gary Baker, Frank Joseph Myers, and Paula Carpenter. Never have they been on the album before. Like I said, many episodes, every song has its own little group of writers. So kind of weird. But it was produced by our friends Bianchi Agnello and Waters, who also produced I Want to Love You Forever and Where You Are. So they produced the ballads. Um, that's fine. So um, like I said, from tracks 8, 9, and 10, they were all ballads. And so we're here with another ballad. So like the last, like the last quarter of the album... Right? Is that how you say it? I'm not really good with math. <laughs> Mathematical terms. I know that sounds so awful. Um, the last third. That's what it is. The last third of the album is all ballads, which is quite a commitment. Um, but we get to Heart of Innocence, right? And the first listen of this song sounds like standard filler. I'll just be honest, it does. This is not as engaging as the other ballads on the album. It's a little bit um, schmaltzy. So it's just like, eh. But then, this is so weird to listen to in 2023. Because the lyrics are, they're about staying a virgin. So, yeah, I mean, this is insane stuff. Like when you realize like her age and this is insane. <laughs> I can't really say this song is good or bad because I cannot get past the lyrics at all. Um, here's something that uh, we'll just cover the chorus. Okay. I have a gift for you. Something I've held on to.
something I've held on to. Waiting for your sweet caress. Okay, so like th- that that pretty much establishes like this is this is about something else. No ribbon has been untied from all that I hold inside, and only you will possess this heart of innocence. What? That is the chorus. Who is gonna sing in chorus? Like, I, oops, I, I cussed. <laughs> Who is gonna sing a freaking chorus like that? What? What? I lay my head. This is the one of the verses. I lay my head down on a pillow of white. Okay, we all know white signifies purity, virginity. Here in the dark, I am cradled in peace. No loss from yesterday to harm me at night. Basically, like I'm pure. I don't have to worry about anything I've done in the past. Um. Yeah, it's just basically a song about holding on to your virginity. I, I have, this is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know how much more you want to go on beyond that. Um, and I think she did. Like, I, I, I guess it was a big thing with her. I think her and Nick Lachey really were about this, like, yeah, we're saving. And they did. I, I think they, I, I, think until they actually did get married is when everything you know they did their thing but just that this was like the final album track and it's so uncomfortable to listen back to um this is just super weird bro like (laughs) i can't i i really can't get past it um the song itself is okay. Like, it's just kind of schmaltzy ballad. Um, but I, I honestly really can cannot truly get past the the lyrical content. It's just what the song is about. And the fact that she was so young and she was singing a song like this is so weird. Um, and unfair. Like, who wants to be singing about their virgin? It's so weird, bro. <laughs> Um, but that ends the album. I mean, I really, there's nothing else I can say to that respect. It's just a super weird track. Um, listen to it if you want to get tripped out, but I mean, that ends the album. So overall, this album, you know, it, it, it did moderately well. Um, it didn't get great reviews. It was just kind of like she was really late in the game when this came out. This was like late 1999. Even Mandy Moore had already released her um, single before her. So, you know, she was really, really late in the game. So I think people were already kind of like tired out from this, even though more people were to come. Um, I think... This came out at the same time as around Mandy Moore's debut album. So there was quite a bit of stuff going on um, at this time. And um, I mean, it really, the highest it got on the Billboard charts was number 25. And that was in part two, I think I'm in love with you. That that really pushed it to the top. Because other than that, um, it really didn't do that well. Uh, I, I don't think it did as well as what the label hoped for. And that is why we see a dramatic shift in musical tone and image tone for her second single, Irresistible, or her second album and single, 
from her debut uh, from her second album irresistible um it's completely different and i think you know we get less heart of innocence and more irresistibles um so yeah that concludes the journey for sweet kisses you guys um i wouldn't recommend this track but there are some really really strong tracks on this album um really i think my favorite tracks um are i've got my eyes on you is a great one i think i'm in love with you just for the nostalgia um bet you she don't love you i actually really do like the ballad stretch from track eight nine and ten uh my wonderful sweet kisses and your faith in me um but i'm really really excited to see what i do for the next season i haven't quite decided yet what i want to do i think i know but I'll let you know, but I want to say thank you for joining me along the ride in the Y2K Pop universe. My name is Justin, and I look forward to many, many more episodes to come. Uh, enjoy this time with Jessica Simpson and Sweet Kisses. Uh, listen it from track number 1 to 11. Make sure to rate me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Email me, y2kpopuniverse at gmail.com. Um, I'm on Instagram at Y2K Pop Universe, and I look forward to hearing. To, to I look forward to whatever the future has to come. Uh, thank you so much, and see you next time. Bye.